Welcome to The Hunter's Home, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. Welcome, Hunters, to the Hunter's Hub, Episode 7. We're alive. Um, yeah, we're alive. Um, so, <laughs> a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we were doing. Uh, we were supposed to do uh, an episode before I left for uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I went to Texas, and uh, we were supposed to have one recorded while I was still gone. Uh, both didn't happen, and then also... Uh, Gog had a lot of problems uh, uploading, and still is having problems uploading the previous podcast. So, yay, yeah. <laughs> so I I'm love gonna be snow doing that so one. much, and ice, and like school, and everything. That gets all in the, the other life. things that were making this annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we're still alive, but we've been on a technical hiatus. Uh, yep. Technical is in technical difficulties. Uh, we Just had pretend it was a Thanksgiving a break. break. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so that happened. Um, but we are making some countermeasures to handle that in the future, um, which we will talk about at a, another time. But uh, for today, we're just going to kind of take it easy and just talk about... Uh, uh, monster hunter double cross uh, just in general and what we thought about it and um i've gotten a lot further in it recently um i've hit the actual like double cross content at this point um fought a kangala and a cut and some other things in the new map so proud of you you still haven't used brave charge blade have you no shame i still on haven't you. even i don't think i've even changed a hunter art i'd shame on you i made a rathian armor is that, is that Rathian armor is already a thing? It was already a thing I in generations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I just I was done with the kazoo armor. It was like, yeah, I'm done looking like this. So I did another. Let's go make a cool looking set. And I've always thought Rathian armor. Rathian armor is very cool. I like the fact yeah. that it's a mix of. I I like that it's more metal, which is kind of yeah. ironic for the fact that it's. You know, the one thing that people are complaining about the the weapons in World, they're like, eh, it's all, like, basic, and they just kind of have a few scales on them. Like, looks kind of cool, and also I'm pretty sure as you level them up, they're going to look more different, which yeah. I think is the point. But that's, that's a whole different focus. My point is, I like the metal simplified look. I thought it was very cool. I, I think I there cool was an actual... Much. I just noticed that. <laughs> uh. I think there was an actual push for Rathian armor... Um, to be maybe not more, but just as iconic as Rathalos armor, especially in the Freedom Unite days. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 cutscenes, all uh, the promotional material, a lot of it you were in Rathian armor, and they they were mm-hmm. showing that off. And yeah, because that of that, I've so always funny. thought it looks cool. 
It's it's this really, it's like an upgraded version of the original Hunter Mail too. If you yeah. notice that, like it's it's like instead of uh, you know the Hunter Mail has that that flip down like welding mask, but this is like a full helm realized of that, and it's I don't know maybe it doesn't look that similar. Now I'm thinking <laughs> about it, but it, it's, I, I kind of feel like point. it's in the same style. It's metal. Yeah, it's got metal on it, <laughs> and it's green, my favorite color. Yay! Is it really? Yeah, oh, yeah, green's my favorite color. I, For sure. I don't know. It's mine's usually like I guess I just like different colors. Like I really like muted black and white layouts sometimes, but I also like like light um, electric blue. Oh like yeah, I, I was, also I was really like purple. I was squinting my eyes when you were saying muted black and whites. So I was like, "What are you, Corilla Deville?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like polka dots that are black and white, and that's about it. I do like the electric blue. That's really cool. Um, and then <clears throat> purple, uh, purple, I would say, is my second favorite. I usually like muted colors on, like, I like, uh, again, talking about Rocket League, um, one of my favorite just layout colors in general is um, very muted dark red on gold. Hmm. It's like like a matte red. Like so, very dark matte red on gold metal. So the Kaiser set. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. Let's tie it back into Monster Hunter there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to go look up Kaiser set because I don't remember what it looks like. Uh, the Royal Golden Red. There was actually a, a fan art uh, on the sub not too long ago. <laughs> I just really looked up one. Kaiser set by itself and remembered that the universe doesn't know that much about Monster Hunter. I got set healthy me- eating goals. That's not what I was looking for. Mm. Veganism. But eating <laughs> raw, uh, rare meat. Right? No. Was it? Well rare done steak? steaks. Rare steak. And well done steaks is good for you in your game. In the game, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. I, I am Teostra. not a vegan in game. Yeah, it's Teoster set. Um, so, uh, Monster and Double Cross. Um, Double Cross is the basically expansion to generations that um, at this point we don't know if we're getting in the United States. Uh, it's been a, it was part of the big kerfuffle when Monster Hunter World was announced mm-hmm. um, because we're like, we expected Monster Hunter Double Cross and not the new game, which I mean, I think by now everyone's pretty thankful for the new game. Yeah. A lot of people are excited. There might be a few sticks in the mud still, yeah. but I'm not saying, I'm not going to say that I'm, angry about like losing double cross or i don't care that we're losing double cross but i will say that i am happy with what we're getting as an alternative even though i might need to wait like a whole half a year to get it above everybody else i'm not gonna be upset about it but i'm not i'm not happy uh, about not getting it either i yeah. would rather just have both um and honestly i understand uh, when Yuri said that you know they're just they're focusing their resources on Monster Hunter World right now, mm-hmm. and you know they'll maybe talk about Double Cross in the future, and I, I understand from a business standpoint why that's happening, and I'm not like upset with them or anything like that. I was at first. Yeah. I was very much so at first. Oh, same. Um, well, because uh, and I still have that same mentality. Is like I, I've said this several times. This was you know 
the, the the development team, the director, they have all said that Generations, and by extension Double Cross, has always been about celebrating Monster Hunter to this point. And when you're a fan of 13 years like me, I want to be part of that celebration too. I've been there since year one. Yeah. Maybe not day one, but I was there in year one. Um, to be fair, it, to be fair, Double Cross wasn't exactly planned. Double Cross was a we're going to extend the celebration for for Japan because they've been waiting way too long to get a new game because we need to give us we need to give everybody world we have to basically delay it without telling everybody because no one knows about it. Well, I mean, I I kind of don't feel like that would be the thing because there's not there's a lot in Double Cross. They added whole new like styles and <laughs> like there's a lot in there that was like it wasn't like a second thought to like oh they need something. I mean, yeah, they may I mean, have been they a second did thought. Need something, <laughs> and it was a second well, thought. <laughs> well, I don't think it was a second thought, though. That's a lot of development time. I mean, I mean you, they've it's not easy that they to get that stuff. Weren't, they they didn't have an expansion to the game planned when they announced it. When they yeah, when that they, doesn't make it a, when they released Double Cross. I mean, when they released X, when they were re- re- releasing Generations, they said they had no plans, and that, that point, was. Nine months before the game came out. Kudos for them for getting it done quick, but I, I don't know. It's to say think, that a whole expansion to the game is a second thought. I think is a gross sorry. misinterpretation of the work that goes into making one of those. Oh no no no! I I'm not saying that what they did was late. Well, <laughs> I, no, you I have are. a whole complaint <laughs> about like generations in general being a little lazy, but I don't want to say that whole thing because I know a lot of people oh, yeah. will disagree with me and hate me. Um. That's a spirit that I'll say in private. Shady Hitchhiker won't, as per our previous podcast, which That's technically true. isn't up yet. He like, was like, yeah, it's totally lazy. And I'm like, eh, no. I, I, <laughs> I, okay, I will say this. I agree with him. I could go on a rant about it, but I will not. Because I don't think that... I don't want to go into arguments on this podcast as much. I would like to share opinions and discuss things, not as much as just like getting pissed at people. Um and like what he said was just him being like, I feel this way and I'm gonna say it. I oh, don't yeah, think no. I need to because I'm not upset for you having that opinion. I just oh, disagree. Yeah. And I also think that it's it's stupid when people are like, Hey, it's Monster Hunter, nothing they do is wrong. You can't disagree with anything. Like that's that's another opinion that I think is dumb. Um, when people tell other people that they can't say certain things about Monster Hunter. Because <laughs> they're like, if you yeah, say that, you're not a fan. It's like, no, well, I am. They just did something really stupid to Gunlance and pissed me off. Um, that's oh, the well, there no go. true Spoiler. Scotsman policy. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a common fallacy in arguments is hmm. the no true Scotsman. No true hunter. Um, I've, yeah, I, I never say that. I, it's, for me personally, I like Generations I don't mm-hmm. like it more so than for you, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't like it less than for you. It's sort of on the same level. It's different, and I wanted double cross. And yeah. I think the so for me, my focus in Monster Hunter is always about the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I sort of pick a weapon and go with it because I enjoy playing that weapon. But I'm not like I'm not going to be out there giving motion values and telling you how to hunt with this weapon. Cause that's not mm-hmm. my focus in the game. My focus is the monster. So, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, there's a, there's something to be said about generations and double cross having some excellent new additions and monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not got to fight Valfal that much, but I like Valfal. Valfal mm-hmm. is 
the second model that we got in the Gormagala line. You can tell for sure. It's the, oh, yeah, my it's wings are arms too. Yeah. My wings are arms and weapons too. And it's like, that's cool. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the Faded Four. Like, the, I, yeah, the, I, I agree. I do really like that they added those. I just... One of the you're more focused that I didn't, on the gameplay stuff. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, um, one of the things I didn't like was, like, I was fine with styles. I still wish, like, I thought it was moving away from what I liked about Monster Hunter. Um, going from cool aerial movement is a thing, you know, where you can jump and attack something too. I'm going to jump toward. I'm going to jump towards a monster, fly up into the air because it works and then hit something in the air it would like it just a lot of things about it felt broken um a lot of things about it were just this would be fun to do and they didn't think about how to balance out everything um, yeah and you you still kind of see that in double cross they fixed some of the pro- some of the problems with a lot of aerial styles being incredibly weak and unbalanced um yeah to <clears throat> hey it got a little bit of a fix but it's okay, no one's ever going to use that anymore because Brave Style has kind of trounced everything. Um, not completely, but Hammer, right. Brave Style is amazing. Ha- uh, Brave Greatsword is amazing. Brave Gunlance is everything a Gunlance ever should have been and should still be, but we're only going to get so much of that now. Which is fine, because what it's getting is huge. Um, Brave Longsword is broken. Well, some people say it's not, but I think it is incredibly good for what it is um brave heavy bowgun is extremely broken brave uh, it, okay there's a lot of things that brave they're broken blah 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 you just say brave is broken how about that yeah brave is honestly broken the way they've done it because yeah they give you the oh man it takes away some health and takes away some stamina it only takes away the health if you hold it for more than like half a second which is still a good frame of time to be able to hold mm. it up um, and even then, yeah, you're taking damage when something's really aggressive and you just stand there and are willing to just take it on the face over and over again, but once you take it once, you put away your weapon, and then you run away and you can you can immediately hail where you're standing once you go out of that little brave swoosh where you go around a little half circle. You can mm-hmm. just immediately pop a potion. By the time the monster is able to turn around and react to you, you're already up and ready to run away. It's yeah. very, very easy. Um, they, they, I've said this a lot when I've explained it, um, Brave is like Adept made easy and made the way they wish Adept had been once they had thought about it and were like, oh, Adept kind of has some problems, like, when you dodge through something, you have to run in a straight line. It doesn't matter what angle you're going. Brave, you don't have to do that, which is incredibly broken. Um, oh, when you're in Adept, you know the attacks for certain weapons, you know, retaliating is incredibly weak. Oh, well, in Brave, you literally have everything as a retaliating guard point. Um, they they took just lots of things from other things, like other parts of the game, and they just re... It's like when you reuse assets, of, like, visually. It's like they just took mm-hmm. other things and were like, how do we make this really good based on everything else we have in front of us that we've already used? Like, what can we put together? It's just an infinitely broken um and it's really fun i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie 
Brave is incredibly, incredibly fun. It is one of the best things to just play with. Um, the only problem is it's just it's just so unfair to everything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> so one of the things that uh, I feel is kind of weird when people, you know, like they mention, like ah, you know, like it, it's going out of what I like about Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. the styles and you know, the special moves and that kind of stuff. Mm. Well, yeah, that's a little bit more out of the norm. I would say I, I agree with that, mm-hmm. but people are really excited to see some of those things in Monster Hunter World still. Really? Like some of the, yeah, some of the moves are kind of integrated into just the general move set. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy about that. I'm happy that so, they... So, like, it kind of makes me think, like, well, you kind of like it, but you just don't like it being separate? You just want well, it to be part of the moveset. So set. this is my thought about that. Uh-huh. They they took it and they made it more integrated. Like, they integrated into it more yeah. um, dynamically. When you dodge away with a longsword, it looks like you're doing a cool... Like, it looks like you're actually, like, thinking about it, encountering. Like, your guy actually looks into it instead of just, ooh, magic dust, I just kind of move through everything you just did to me. Um, when you use that cool dodge in Monster Hunter World and you run into a wall, you aren't just infinitely safe. You actually can still get hit out in that area. And the point uh, is that I your mean, guy you can get hit in the run. Hmm. In adept, that's one of the things. Is yeah, but adept is still you have an incredible amount of iframes. Um, what your dude does in the Monster Hunter World game, based on footage I've seen, I can't remember when, but there was a guy that used the thing where he ran backwards, he just ran immediately into a wall, and he got hit immediately. And it was you, more of any... The moment you start running in that straight line, you can get hit again. And adept. Yeah, I know, and adept, but still the big spin where you go... That's... Oh yeah, well, it's, it's meant to be that dodge. I know, I know, but... I don't. I don't like the uh, dodging so much. Uh, I mean, it's it's okay. It's useful if you if you put yourself out of position and you're in axe mode. So I'm speaking in the terms yeah. of charge blade because that's all I play uh, right now. Um, but uh, the guard, the not the guard point, but the the perfect block, I think is really cool. I, oh, yeah. I love I love the perfect block because the perfect block. It, it opens up some options they kind of take took away from for you. Yeah. So for you, you used to be able to charge your shield or charge your yeah charge your shield right you used away. To be able to put files into your shield when you got yeah. any um, guard point. Right, and you used to be able to half charge your shield and that kind of stuff, which you still can't yeah. do. And adept, but you, you can, can still charge, charge your shield and turn into a red shield at the yes. same move. I think. Uh, well, so what you do is um, you perfect block it, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have files in your shield, you can immediately just charge them up. So it's a perfect block. So you have two options. Um, you do the you execute the perfect block, and you can press A, and that will do. Uh, it's like you charged up the blade with A and did the slash that does that charges it up quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can charge up the the files. Or you can press X, which does the sort of flip thing that you do, like the, the flip your shield kind of animation, mm-hmm. uh, which charges up your shield into a red shield immediately. And it I also love looks doing very, that. very cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So like that's why I really like adept. I do like the dodging out with the the axe if I need to, but mm-hmm. I like that because I can run back in and hit with a really powerful overhead chop for a tail or something like that. Or you can so, do the double swing. Right. So like I I understand what you're saying. Oh wait, like, no, I'm feels... thinking of I'm thinking of um I'm thinking of switch axe, which I use um, specifically for yeah. adept, where I only use switch axe, the axe mode because it's the one mode. It's the one version of the weapon you know the one style the one anything that you could ever use the axe and it will do a considerable amount of damage um where you basically adept as many things as possible and do the run in r super swing around tornado axe thingy mm-hmm. that's what i call it it's like the i don't know what the acronym is it's like suro uh axe to there you go swax it so, so waxed it, yeah. Um, so, I I don't know. I I kind of feel like yeah, it it makes sense that you you want it to be a little bit more realistic than what's going on here, but it doesn't personally that doesn't bother me. Monster Hunter is kind of out there to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's uh, but it I mean it's all built in a believable world, but like. If you really want to get suckered into realism and start talking about that, like no one can lift any great sword. Nope. Those things are way too heavy. Like no the one thing can lift is, like a hammer. You. <laughs> well, actually, no. People can still bench themselves. That's different. Well, yeah, and your hunter may be a stronger person. Yeah. Like it's also you know, like you have to start the height explaining of you, and explaining and explaining, and it's when not. It's the height it. of you, and it's made of steel. There's a problem there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like. Uh, to, so to me, it's like, you know, like, okay, yeah, it's just like a more cool, like anime thing, you know, like more exaggerated moves and yeah. that kind of stuff. And I think that they have their place and they're cool. And I kind of like the direction that Monster Hunter World took. Like, we're going to go a little bit more gritty, but we're still going to have those cool moves. So, like, yep. you cannot deny that jumping up and slashing with the longsword isn't cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the, where they they basically vault off of them and do that slash, and like it slashes in the air a little bit later. That is totally anime, and people yeah. love that right now. Like I it's mean, not. To be honest, I think that's going to be a waste of DPS, but you know, whatever. Um, hey, there there is something to be said about fashion hunters and style. Okay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm just like, saying. I know it's just for looks. I know that it like. What the the thing it actually gave you, which was the fact that you go down a level of spirit gauge and then your spirit gauge refills completely. Mm-hmm. Majority of the time, if you're really good with a spirit gauge, you're going to be in that attack up mode in red all the time, and that's not something you need. So, I mean, just, we don't just, know that for sure. It could be far more balanced to be, you know, you're not in that area quicker. I know that if you in three U, if you weren't on the offensive and keeping up your gauge, you would lose it pretty quickly. So I could see that being more of an issue if yeah. they made that a quicker. The problem is that we, you know we talk about these things, we don't have the game in our hands yet. So and we're That's not going to know until the demo. Now I'm not saying we can't extrapolate because we're doing that now. We're extrapolating like yeah. oh yeah, the, you could probably do that, but like in you know in actuality, we think could be different like you know it could be uh it could be that you need to do those moves to sort of like keep your gauge up or yeah but you've also seen in team dark side's video that also out of that parry you can immediately go into a spirit slash where you get your gauge Mm. up to red and you can continue doing the spirit slash in red and it also did a considerable amount of damage 
Um, oh, when you do the cool. run up and slash, where he does like the late, that's mm -hmm. gonna suck when the monster moves around, because it's gonna be a waste of your time, and you just dropped a bar. Um, and also, it's still a considerable amount of time where you run backwards and run in. Granted, you run backwards when you do the spirit slash inwards, but yeah. you run backwards, you run in, you jump up, you go, and then it goes, and then your guy gets up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, same with the switch axe explosion thing. Looks cool as frick. Oh yeah. I don't think yeah. it's gonna be that useful. Um, uh, it could be very useful for because it's not parts. well, it's not considered a mount, which means you might not always knock the monster over. Um, but that might not yeah, be but... true. They might still give you the ability to just absolutely de like destroy the monster by knocking it over with that, which means that you have four of those guys all just jamming themselves into that thing. It's gonna go over all yeah, time. But... It's hard to do sometimes a lot of damage on certain parts of a monster. So, for instance, think of uh, so Diablos. You're trying to break mm -hmm. Diablos' horns, right? Oh, you just stab um, into his face, yeah. Nine out of ten times, you're going to bounce, right? That's very true. So, if you just latch onto his face and you just sit there and just like explode his face with that attack, I could bet, I could see that being used for like, I need to break this part. You know, let's use that move. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I just, there's a lot of a lot of reasons to sort of, you know, see where they're going with this. And, and I just, I'm, uh, uh, I'm very interested. And now you're going to be proud of me because I do talk about, I only use charge blade of yada, yada, <laughs> um, with the demo coming up here soon in a week, actually a week from mm -hmm. today when we're recording. So this will be out after the demo is out. Oh um, my God. I won't get to play it. I hate it. You're, no, you're going to be Monster proud Hunter. of me. I love though. Monster Hunter. You're going to send me... You better, like... Rec I don't know if you can record your... You can record a PS4. Yes, I can. I have Dude, a PS4, yeah. you better send me, like, a raw, like, nine-hour... <laughs> nine-hour just you playing around with shit just so I can, like, tell you what to do so you can go try out my hammer. Well, I was going to say, you're going to be proud of me. I am going, I'm going to make it uh, a goal to use every weapon against every monster. Every monster in every area, too. See, so, yeah, that means you're going to have a total of six. Yeah, because they said they're going, or they didn't say it, but people have played the demo that included Baroth mm -hmm. as a medium, and they still had Diablos and Gerodados in the sands. So I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about the quest monsters. I'm not going to be going. I, I I'll mess around and and try to kill the. I don't. I don't think, think you're going to kill Diablos with all of them. Yeah, I was like that. That's what a, my point is. I'm not going to yeah. be able to kill Diablos. He'll or be Rathless. there. Yeah, I, unless they change. I don't it. think. Well, I mean, it could be. They could have, like, a hard quest you have to kill Diablos or Rathal. So, who knows? Well, apparently, the hard mode... Well, so, for those that haven't seen it, the demo is going to include an easy mode, medium mode, and hard mode. Which is yeah, which they is do like every demos. other monster in our demos. And yeah. easy mode will be um, the Great Jagras. Medium mm -hmm. will be the Baroth um, in the Sandy... Oh, wait. No, it's not Sandy Plains. Wild Sparrow Wastes. <laughs> Wild Sparrow Wastes. Um... I'm pretty sure I just thought of a title from Legend of Zelda. What the hell? Um, and the hard mode will be Anjanath in the Ancient Rainforest, which is where you mm -hmm. would fight the Great Jagras. Um, mm -hmm. Those will both, in theory, include in the Rainforest, there will be a Rathlos there, which is considered a harder monster than both of those. And in the yep. desert, there will be a Drotados, which is the, the big mudfish dude. And a Diablos, which is a very cool monster. And you will also probably FB Blub. 
Yep. My favorite. Um, also, by so, the way, I noticed that his crest was smaller. I did check that. Yeah, yeah. His, yeah, his crest smaller. is a bit smaller. I don't think it kinda looks bad, though. a little though. sad. No, it didn't look bad. It looks great. But I was just like, I kind of like the... This is going to get nerdy, but I uh, I, I kind of like the, the the more Chasmosaurus look, uh, which totally Chasmosaurus had. You do? No. No. <laughs> Chasmosaurus has a longer frill than a Triceratops. Nerd. <laughs> no, I'm not going to deny that. I'm totally a nerd too. Don't worry about it. Um. So. Uh, back to uh, double I don't know cross. What we're back to. What were we on? Double cross. We were talking about the styles and the weapons. Oh, yeah. I remember um, so, that. How many minutes ago? <laughs> uh, so back to uh, double cross. As I mentioned, I, I, I finally got into the high rank uh, offline. I haven't gone to the online content yet just because I haven't played a lot of it. Um, I'm probably going to be done. I might still play it some more. Um, cause I, I got, I got like, I feel like at least my money's worth out of it doing about, so I'm about 55 hours into the game now and it's decent, I think. Um, isn't it disappointing that you can play 55 hours into a game and say it's, eh, even though you've played 55 hours of a game just because it's monster hunter oh. compared to other games. It's crazy. Like people do that with like uh, Diablo. It's like, I put a thousand hours in this game and it sucks. And it's like, eh. yeah. You put a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so crazy that yeah, like it's just there's there's Uncharted where you play five hours into it and you're like I'm just not getting into the story. I don't really care for it. And then there's other people that play through the story and are like, well, I tried to replay it for the playability and the actual game well, part of it isn't good, which I can. Well, that goes to say that sometimes the def the destination can affect the journey. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. So well, we Far were talking Cry, Far Cry Three, I think, is one of those because, um, at Far Cry Three versus Far Cry Four, Far Cry Three's gameplay is a little tiny bit worse than Far Cry Four's, just because mm-hmm. of the weapons you get and the fact that you can shoot a weapon while you're in a car, which you can't do in Far Cry Three, which is really weird. Hmm. Um, the ending of Far Cry Three is amazing. Like just overall, it just feels really cool. Um, at the end of it, spoilers. You save your younger brother, and he's flying a helicopter where you're in the back with a um, 50 cal machine gun. After the after the bad guy lectured you about how I can't remember which version of Flight of the Valkyries is nicer, but I think it's somewhere else. It's not America, saying America's mm-hmm. too boisterous, and you saved your brother from terrorists, including that man, and you're firing a 50 cal at all these helicopters, making them explode while the giant boisterous american flight of the valkyries is blaring in the background <laughs> and it's the just the greatest murica thing you could ever do um it's just it's very uh the game for being very serious is very self-aware the whole time um mm-hmm. there's a character in the fourth and third games who is this drunkard american cia agent who just like doesn't give a crap about you but he asks you right. to do a whole bunch of crap and then betrays you i think in both which is really hmm. funny. Um, but yeah, the, the game is very aware that it, you know, bashes both sides and is very equal. Which yeah. is why I'm, it, I think it's very interesting that they're willing to go ten times farther when they're doing the new Far Cry 5. 
Granted, yeah. this isn't Monster Hunter, <laughs> and this isn't yeah. important at all. But... Yeah, I was going to say, um, which is also not Monster Hunter, but I'll, I'll be a lot more succinct about it as... Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's definitely an idea of that uh, the the journey um, is you know the, the destination kind of spoils the journey sometimes. Where uh, I don't I don't like Red Dead Redemption because of what happens at the end of that game. I love I loved it up until the last ten percent, and then I hated it, and I'm never going to play another Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just that that ending to that game soiled it so much for me. I'm just <laughs> done. Um, so, so yeah, like it, it's, it's hard to say like, yeah, I, I don't like double cross cause I, I do like double cross, but I, and I've mentioned this several times that language barrier with the, you know, the kanji and you know, like the, all that kind of stuff. What really sort of like sold it for me is I got into that high rank area and I was looking at armor sets, and I was like, okay, so what do I want to try to make? And I was like, I literally cannot read any of these stats, and I don't <laughs> I don't have the time or energy to really do that. And um, this is while I was on, in Texas doing this. Um, you know, like, I was like, I don't really, you know, I'm here with family, and I'm just, like, playing when everyone goes to bed. I just, I don't want to take the time to really just focus on this. So, I, you know, it gets to a point where it's more challenging to progress than it would be with if I could just read things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, uh, it's where it's becoming a challenge for me. Unfortunately, um, I still want to fight that endgame boss, the, the giant mantis thing. Um, so... I don't know if I'm going to get to that. Uh, I think World will probably replace it. But then again, I could. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm kidding myself. I was like, and then again, I could run out of things to play on my Switch. And I'm like, no, I'm playing Skyrim. I want to play Doom. <laughs> I still you're haven't gonna, got you're Mario. You're going to need to get a a new, um, like external terabyte of data just so you can hold Doom on there, though. I don't care. I love Doom. <laughs> it's true. I don't blame You've you. You've seen it. I, I know you got the, a poster the, in the room. I'm staring right now at the Doom Revenant <laughs> and yeah, like he, a four foot tall he poster. Has a, he has a Doom poster above his computer. <laughs> so you can stare at it in glory. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all its sexiness. Monster Hunter, my number one series. Doom, my number three. What's your number two so, again? Diablo? Diablo. <laughs> Such a weird That's out of place I, thing for me because I like Diablo, but to me, it's just a very weird thing to. To have up in your top ones, but that's also because that genre to me is not the most fun. I like. Uh, it. I mean, I like. They're it a lot, all but... like, they're all their own stories for me. Of so yeah. why I love them and all different reasons. Uh, oh um, yeah, you, to, you explained to me the lore and it is what's really got you. Yeah, I love the lore of Diablo, but it, it's also part of that sort of like oh, I was a little kid and I always wanted to play this game and I finally <laughs> got to play it and it was great. Uh, <laughs> So just I'll just be quick about this, so we're not like taking up non-monster time. But you know, like I think you know, just I think it's worth discussing. Oh yeah, I think this is a as we're coming back and there's not a ton to talk about. I think this is also a very yeah, especially since we're not a news podcast for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is this can be very chill and whatever. But uh, when I was eight, I was subscribed to PC Gamer, um, and there was an article like a big like multi-page um, article about Diablo and it was coming out uh, and I looked at it and I was like, that is so cool. 
I really want to play this. And of course, I was eight, and that is way above you know above the age range that I was allowed to play those kind of games. Um, <laughs> so I waited until I was maybe twelve when I finally got to play it, and I just like I went in hard. I played online. Like I'm not a big online player, but I played a lot of Diablo One online. Mm-hmm. Um, I just sort of fell in love with the the lore um, right around the time of Diablo Two. Although, oh my gosh, walls of texts. Holy cow. <laughs> you think Monster Hunter is bad if you read everything? Look at Diablo 2. Oh, yeah. Gosh, you're sitting there for like five minutes reading one person's dialogue. You're like, okay, I get it. I'm just going to go kill the bunch of monsters in a cave. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's very uh, true. So uh, back again to uh, Monster Hunter. Um, what game? I don't remember yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double cross. Uh, <laughs> Again, I, like, I think it's, I think it's okay if we. Yeah, just... yeah. No, I'm not too worried about it. Um, but so one of the things that I'm really worried that we won't see is the faded four come out of double cross and generations. I'm really worried that you don't because think they're, come they're to so. Do you mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, oh, I'm... I don't think they will at all. I have yeah, because no like they're such cool monsters, but they're so tied in with those games. You know what I mean? Because they're the flagships and that kind of stuff. Well, also because they are very late to the process of creating world. Yes, they were. So unless they were intentionally saying, hey, four years ago, like they're just like, hey, we're going to make this game... You know, as I like, we've just finished making this game. The portable teams thinking up some crap to put into a new game. We're gonna make that into this game. Yet we're not gonna use, you know, really the body types that you think we should. You know, we're not gonna use those body types in anything else. But you know, we'll fit them in there somehow. <laughs> I mean, they could yeah. still use the body for Astalos, and Astalos is pretty damn cool, and I'd love to see him in a nice HD setting, but. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Like Gamoth just doesn't fit the whole yeah. complicated terrain AI, and also I'm not sure we're going to have a a actual snowy area besides the coral reef just be, or the coral highlands, just because the you know the high strong like highest level what is it the highest like altitude. No, no. There's like the high level monster that like the mm-hmm. the big one of the, the area, apex. like the boss apex. Yeah, yeah. apex the apex predator, monster yeah. uses ice. I don't really see them having another area where again there's going to be another apex monster, which is ice. Um, I don't even monsters in cold areas don't always use ice. I mean, think yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I just think like why wouldn't do. they would have used water? If they really want to do the flagship, uh, like the uh, apex monster of each area, I think they would have put a water one into that area and an ice monster into the ice area. Well, that would be more um, diverse, and you'd actually want to figure out armored elements. You can go to each one and fight different things. It's Legiana, right? That's how you yep, say it. Yeah, Legiana. Yeah, so I, I have Leg- no idea how you're supposed to say it. I think it's how I say it. All right. We can agree on something, I guess. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, so Legiana, even though it uses ice, I don't. 
we 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 talked about this before. I don't think that means there won't be a cold and uh, environment. Now, what I I'm starting to agree with you on it from a different standpoint, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they, for simplification reasons, I, I'm kind of thinking they're removing the the you know I'm cold and, and hot mechanics. Um, oh yeah, I think that's being removed too. And I don't think that that's because, oh, we don't have an ice map and we don't have a heat map. I could still see those happening, right? And us mm-hmm. not have those mechanics anymore. Um, it's just because I think that if you were in the core highlands and you were up that high and you were having an ice monster, you would have seen this already, right? I think yeah. you would have seen some breath coming out cold, that kind of stuff. Um, I think that also there, there's enough of a, you know, like you can see a lot of things being consolidated and, and simplified or, you know, modernized. And I, I, the, I would say my top annoyance with Monster Hunter, as far as mechanics go, has always been the hot and cold and not because I don't think it's believable or not. I think it's just, oh, I think I think it's just because there's enough things that you're micromanaging already, right? And it's and just you, one micromanaging more thing to add your to the temperature. Um, I don't want to call it an afterthought, but it was a very it felt tacked on system. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was it wasn't that it wasn't thought out, but it was it was like a simple solution to a simple problem. Yeah, that you just had to do. And it's I, just like oh, it's been five minutes. Stand yeah. somewhere and push A and then continue on. And if you forgot your drinks, it's I just mean, an annoying. You're thing. not, yeah, you're not done. You haven't failed the quest. I mean, you're more likely to fail, especially mm-hmm. newer hunters. Um, but like, it's just it, it's a. And that may be hindrance. another reason. It's because it's annoying to newer hunters, and it may turn them away from the game if they've never played the game before. It's just another right. thing that's not really needed. Now that said, I really want to see some more maps, oh, and yeah. I think that if you're going to cover a lot of biomes, I think that an Arctic or even a cold biome is an interesting place. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. Like, um, and that's true of like games across the board, not just Monster Hunter, right? Mm-hmm. So like, there's always like you make fun of Mario for like here's the <laughs> volcano levels. Here's the ice levels. Like, they always have... Here's the desert levels. You know what I mean? Like, they were sort of like tropey video game biomes. And, like, you know what? That's fine. Like, it, because it's interesting to see different environments, right? We are getting some of that twist that I wanted to see when we talked about this a long time ago. Where we are getting these really big twists on the environments, right? So the mm-hmm. Wildspire Waste isn't just a desert, right? It's a desert with a mud pit and a bunch of rocky spikes that's sort of on a pseudo side of a mountain. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it's like not just like, here's a desert. Now, granted, mm-hmm. again, I will never say that any of the envi- old environments are just bland. There's oh, some no, no. fantastical scenery. The, One the, of the fact things- that they had multiple areas to work in made it possible for them to say, in this area we can do something unique, in this area we can do something unique. Right. Um, when One, it flows together, it all has to be kind of similar, but they still found a way to give you different areas with very different feelings mm-hmm. to them. 
especially in the sandy plains, the fact that there is the water area, like the muddy swamp, um, and then there is the, like, the very, you know, the little sandy middle area where the mm-hmm. Diablos can jump up. You know, it's not like it's huge, but it's still right. there. Um, you still have, like, buried. the craggy areas, which is just kind of a cool aesthetic feeling. Right. It's all still cool. One opinion. of the things that I noticed, because, I mean, just playing in HD, um, so one of the, uh, both my parents and my in-laws have mm-hmm. 4K TVs. Um, oh, geez. I haven't I thought of getting one. <laughs> yeah, well, Dang. I mean, my dad's a kind of a tech person. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that definitely my, helps. My brother-in-law, not a tech person, but when he can, he goes big. um so they both have 4k tvs and i was actually staying at my parents the weekend before we left for texas and so i stayed at my parents saturday night i was there sunday we left monday to go to texas on a plane so like i was gone a lot and it's part of the reason why we couldn't record that weekend because i was just gone um uh but um both of them have 4k tvs and i played double cross on 4k and 4k does upscale 1080 and i was looking at this game and uh, yeah yeah it'll make it look better um i mean it'll just like it usually just anti-alias it's like an anti-alias without an actual knee for right yeah it's not like it updated the models and the textures but it still looked nicer um and i was just playing and i was like wow this looks really different it kind of feels weird oh it's Mm -hmm. you guys have a 4k tv yeah it's 4k oh that's why so Mm -hmm. but it helped me sort of. So I just started stopping and just enjoying some of the environments because. To oh me, yeah, like looking I said, around at Double Cross, it is just very smooth. Yeah, so like in Double Cross, I'm looking at like the old desert, right? This is literally the Generation One desert they've updated. Um, mm-hmm. It's very different in some areas. Uh, I mean, a lot of areas of that desert are different, but the general main areas. I have the same layout and kind of that kind of stuff. And some areas are pretty close to the old one. Um, but one of the, one of the things is if you walk out and you're in the, the part that's like just the giant dunes, right. Mm-hmm. You look off into the distance and you can see this mountain that has like a hole in it. And it's kind of uh, like indicative of those sort of like red, uh, you know, cliff crag mountain things in the West of the United States. Um, you know, the Southwest and, you kind of you go down in the next area and you notice you're like oh i'm pretty close to these and then you go to the next area and you're in them you know what i mean it's like <laughs> you're actually seeing yourself progress you never appreciate it these. yeah you never really yeah, appreciate it, it when you can't see it yeah and you're like you actually see like and you're in the different areas so you look behind you and like there's the giant dunes i was just on and like it, and now granted you're far removed for it you know you've moved a lot more than you would have just by walking because of the paths they show like in the, in the area transitions but i don't know like i kind of feel like that was like something really unique about the older games that we're probably going to see that but just in a closer perspective now that everything's open you know what i mean because you can literally walk to the tree in the ancient rainforest right mm-hmm. you can go to it Right, because it's close. It has to be close because you have to be able to walk there. And if it was in the older games, you would see it like I don't know, like miles away to start with. Uh, and you actually see that in the map that they added. I think it's just called the Ancient Forest in uh, Freedom Unite. I mm-hmm. wonder if it's the same map, or you know, inspired. Um, 
because it does have a big central tree. I don't know. Like that. That would be cool. Uh, <laughs> anyways, well, it doesn't have a shakalaka king underneath the tree, so. <laughs> that's, a, that's a key component to the it's equation. A, a key. Of, and yeah, Nargakuko's be... dancing all around and smacking Kelby's. But. <laughs> um, it's just like. I've always enjoyed the environments and I just double cross it really just like just seeing it in, in HD. It's like a great send off to some of these maps. Um, I only wish that flooded forest was there. Cause it, like I've said before, flooded forest is aesthetically my favorite map. So darn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of wish that more third gen, like Leviathans came back, like the global. I love the global. <laughs> I miss it. Give me my giant uh, spiky. I I think a lot of people love the global. I don't know why it didn't come back, but they yeah, are cause... thinking. They are thinking of trying to integrate the water back into newer games after yeah. world. We I don't have know a how chance. How well that'll go? But yeah, we have a chance. You know, if if world's successful enough that they're willing to make another game. You know, yep. come back. Oh, come on. It's going to be successful enough. <laughs> I want it to be. I still don't I mean, know. Monster Hunter 1 was successful enough to get a new game. So <laughs> Yeah, but Monster Hunter World was... Or Monster Hunter, like, way back then, also had... Well, was it... It was to be successful in America, right? That was their main goal. For World? No, the original Monster Hunter. It was, like... They wanted to get it a successful thing in America. I mean, the the original motivation for World, not World, ugh, Monster Hunter One. Monster. Now you got me, you got me confused. But the original goal was just there's this new thing called the internet that people are playing on. Yep. Let's make a game where you can play with your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, but I think sales wise, I don't know what they expected. I don't think I've ever heard that. Um, I know it did not do well in the United States. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so it was just in general. Yeah, just in general. I mean, it had to have. And then, you know, it got uh, sort of like a, a big... It, I think it did okay in Japan, relatively mm-hmm. so. But it didn't really take off in Japan until it was on the PSP. So, which was pr- fairly soon after... Because there's only two games released on the PS2 before it hit PS3. So. But yeah, it, it, I, I don't I don't really know the numbers of that kind of stuff. I'm, I bet you mm-hmm. that Shady Figure could <laughs> attest to some of those, at least. He's very knowledgeable about this stuff. But yeah, I just like... It's just so cool to go back and see some of these old maps. Like, I, I'm just... I'm astonished by how great it looks sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's nice to go back and fight some older monsters. And um, as you guys will hear in our you know previous podcast, um, Shady Hitchhiker, not to be confused with Shady Figure, Shady Hitchhiker, our guest, was just, you know, crapping all over Gen 2 monsters. <laughs> he did not Oh like my it. God, that was so funny. I didn't yeah. want to say anything because I was like, I don't want to. Make too, people, too many people angry. But. And then everyone ganging up on me about the felines thing. I forgot about that until I listened oh, to yeah. it again. And I was Shocker like, oh for my life. gosh. Hashtag. You know what? You're, you're perfectly okay liking Shaka's. I just you're don't. You're not okay. You're racist. Wait, no. Was I I, or I'm, am I racist? Who was racist? 
Everyone was. I, oh, yeah, I, I accused about- you guys of being racist against Melnixes because just because, and then like you guys made a comment like, "Oh, the the white cats." I don't understand why they're like, "Hell, hold on, white cats and black cats can't be friends." Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Why I mean, are Melnixes worse?" Yeah, so it ended up being everyone yeah. was racist in the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Well, yeah, I am racist against Shockers because they're ugly." <laughs> but yeah, I just. I I don't want to get into the debate of, you know, the cats versus the shakas. I think that's just a preference thing. But, um, yeah, it's just nice to go back and see a lot of those old mechanics. You know, like, not me- you know, mechanics of the monsters and that kind of stuff. I just, mm-hmm. I, I really want every monster to come forward. I just do. I love every boss monster for its own reasons, even if the fight isn't all that great, right? Like, I, I mentioned that Volpazon yeah. is probably one of my least favorite fights, but... I hate you. Sorry. <laughs> well, just because it's so easy. He's interesting. He's, his, his attacks are Don't interesting. Don't say that to him. It offends him. I'm sorry, but I would probably... Yeah, I mean, like, me just saying stuff about him would make him roll up on a ball and just go away. Like, it's, it's so weak. <laughs> I think I think the bear monsters deserve <laughs> a bigger health pool. <laughs> yeah, it's true, though. The well, bear-built uh, skeletons are all terrible for some reason. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I'm really going to miss from, uh, you know, generations in Double Cross is the Deviants. Mm. I for once like an end game mechanic. Like I hate hyper. I except, hate Apex. I, except double crosses end game is. I don't hyper. like it. Yeah, hyper everything. Uh, deviants are overpowered. Uh, yeah. Get out. Get out. Lulka stuff. Uh, that's it. <laughs> like. Well, so everything is overpowered. Was... If you're offline by yourself, it's almost impossible. Have yeah. fun. Well, I mean, people do it. Everything insta-kills because we didn't know what to do with our roster, so we just made everything hit harder. I mean, yeah, that's why I don't like the end game of most Monster Hunter games, but I like the design of a lot of these deviants. I like the idea that a an Apsaurus... Not an Apsaurus. What is the name of the bear? Uh, Arzuros. I did the exact Azurus. same thing last time. Yeah, yeah, Arzurus um, can, like, you know, survive long enough to become this massive red helm, you know, red helm bear. Like, I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but yeah, it's cool. (laughs) You know, yeah, yeah, like, it's not, it's not like, you know, it evolved or something. (laughs) It hit level 50, you're, you're, uh, it's become a red helm. But, uh, it's... I like the designs were cool, and I I think the Red Helm and the Poison Queen are the only deviants I fought in Generations. I never uh, took the time before uh, I lost my save in Generations to fight all of them. So I think some of that is is kind of cool. I like the uh, the Rathalos. Mm-hmm. I like his design. I never fought him, but. You know the, the 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 designs on his wings, his attacks. Oh yeah, were, like, hitting but then everything. besides that, he was just more annoying. He yeah, had, like, but I mean that's move. how a harder fight is going to go. It's going to be more annoying. I know. Like, I mean, I, I guess my problem with deviants that they were just like they were they just like thought a little bit harder about them as subspecies. 
Like, they just, like, cared more when they were making a subspecies. That's what it felt like to me. Um, granted, there were still ones that were subspecies, like um, Crystal Beard was... The most he was different to a subspecies was the fact that he wasn't complete reskin. Or, I mean, he was a reskin, but he... It was more than a color. <laughs> yeah. Like, his body wasn't built the exact same way visually. Um, right. Mostly because his chin looked different. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, the moves that he gained were the steel um, Urgans, and he had G-Rank moves before G-Rank. That was... Well, he didn't have any unique moves? Like I don't think so, besides the fact that he like started dropping like the Sleep Rocks. I guess that's a new move. Yeah, I would call that a new move. But again, that's like a that's like a sub where they're exactly the same. They just add something to the move, or they allow them to do a move at a different time or something. Well, so again, because I've only fought really to any extent the Red Helm. I think the Red Helm's the only one I beat. Um, when he hits the water, when he's swiping, he throws fish at you. Normal Arzuros did that. Not, not for ever, as much attacks as he did. I, he still did it. But it was, it's more pronounced with the red helm. Okay, it was something that was added that was still a thing, though. It's still it's a subspecies. Yeah, but it's still. It looked cool. It's a bigger and better attack. So the the the, the poison queen or poison princess or whatever you. Call oh no, it, the poison queen. The, the way that she landed, that was a unique thing. I think I don't remember that being something that. Yeah, and the, the poison spraying everywhere when she was yeah, doing that was her cool. moves. That was a cool effect. Yeah, like. That was cool. Like, yeah, I think that like that kind of stuff was really cool. I, again, I'm playing off a memory from like generations, like two years ago now or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like the I really don't remember fish coming out of Arzurus when he was swiping in the normal form, but I do remember noticing it at least a lot more in the Redhelm form. Well, it's because like, when he did his um, meme dabbing, that was when everyone noticed that it was a thing at all. I'm pretty sure he still does it as a normal one. But if okay. I'm wrong, then whatever. <laughs> well, I think we can at least agree it's more pronounced. Oh, definitely. Because so, he, he did his big wind-up, which is honestly an amazingly cool move. I really like Redhelm because yeah, um, I think he's one of the much better done ones. Um, the yeah. ones I don't like are the ones where they just kind of reused moves they already had as subspecies. When they're like, it's not a subspecies. Well, it is when all you do is use old moves that came from the subspecies because it doesn't make them any more unique um well i think it's not a subspecies because i said it isn't a subspecies mostly <laughs> yeah because you know it actually has a different way to get into it and that kind of stuff i i think that um if gold ian and silver lost didn't already exist i could think you could really put them into the the category of deviance too just because how different their their hitboxes I mean, are and that kind of stuff, not hitboxes, the hit whatever, zones. whatever, yeah, hit zones. Well, then, like, yeah, then there are ones like um, Torrent Najrala or whatever his name mm-hmm. is. Um, like a lot of the four U deviants are very cool. Um, Chaos yeah. is very unique the way that he moves and the way that he has his super mode. Um, because chaos, it, it com- I'm not chaos gore. Oh yes, um, chaos gore. Uh, the desert, whatever. T- 
Tiger Stripe Xantrios, one of yes. the most unique ever. I love that one. Yeah. Shrouded Nadrala, yeah. like the change to the way it moves is very awesome. I love it so much. Um, just Although the way it does that have it... the uh, Spider-Man game issues. I'm yeah. webbing into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> That was so funny. I like the uh, the PS2 Ultimate Spider-Man game. You know how it was like. Have you ever played those games where it was yep. all comic-y and cartoon? Like whenever you shot a gun, it went blow. It was awesome, um, especially to a kid like me when I was like ten. And I I went to a movie store and rented a game for a week. Great, I loved it. Um, but mm-hmm. you know when you when you go to back to that game, it's like wow, they actually cared to do that. And then you go in and play a new. Uh, Spider-Man game, and they don't do that. And they mm-hmm. make it a joke about it in the new Marvel movie that he can't oh, do yeah. that in the field, and it's like, what the hell, man? Yep. Ugh, hated it. So, um, Loberin just uh, joined us. He, he was indisposed for the moment. Um, but we have a bit of announcement I handed to uh, earlier is that Loburn is now going to be a co-host uh, along with uh, myself and Gog yeah. to help pick up for when things go awry like it did when I... <laughs> when things uh, went awry. Yes. Yeah, uh, like Thanksgiving break here. So, uh, welcome, Loburn. Thank you, uh, thank we've you. We've had you on quite a bit. I think you're the number two most guest after Gog. Hooray. Before... Officially, I guess I wouldn't call you number two most guest, Gog, if you were official for most of that. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I I was only a guest technically twice. Once? Twice. Because, well, we already said that I was going to be a co-host, like, on the second one. No. Because that was when I was with Eric's, correct? Yeah, we told Eric's that, but we did not tell the public that at that point. I know, but I was still Uh. special. I don't know. You were still special, but it wasn't public yet, so you were technically a guest. I was private special. You're private special. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. A, I wasn't a colonel yet. Private parts, get over here. Sorry, it's one of my favorite. So yes, glad to be back. Military name jokes. Ooh. So, um, so we were discussing uh, Monster Hunter Double Cross, um, and just sort of like general thoughts on what we felt about it. So we've, we've talked, uh, Gog and I have talked a lot about like monsters and special arts and that kind of stuff. So have you actually got to play double cross? I forget Lobo. Yes, I do do own it and I've played a little bit of it. Um, Uh I've, I've kind of delayed in playing a bit farther, unfortunately, because, Oh, you got on switch. Like I did. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the effort of translating things over and, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's my problem. The issues with translating, and also the fact that the opening of the game is the exact same as, uh, yes, just and still slow and cross. still monster hunter boring. Yeah, so and I've and I have already started cross like four times now, so doing it a fifth time for double cross, I'm just like I want to die. <laughs> I only started it once, so yeah. Uh, I'd restarted it for two extra save files. One of them, which I was gonna do guns only, and that fell through because. Turns out ammunition is really expensive early on. <laughs> Fell through because guns only. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, there's ammunition is bad early on, and there's not great guns early on. Yeah. Well, if you can get, if you get the, what is it, the bone bazooka at the beginning with heavy bow gun. Yeah. 
I mean, you're fine with Brave. Like, Brave will keep you alive because everything will die before you can run I'll out. I'll give that one a try. Even even low. I think it's I think it's the bone one. You could probably look it up. Like, there is that one that can do, like, it fires stone or something, mm. and it's just good. Okay. But, yeah, that was my main problem. And then uh, these are all just cross files. And then at one point I'd actually restarted halfway through playing because I wanted to change my character uh, from male to female. And there's still not a way to do that in games, so I just had to restart completely over. So Yeah. There's always been, like, a sort of mentality with my brother that he he heard this from a, a family friend who's also a gamer. So it's like my dad's like high school friend who's yeah. a big gamer. Um, and he, he says, we asked him one day, like, why do you always play a girl? And he's like, well, if I'm going to be playing a game and I have to look at someone's butt, I'd rather be a girl's butt. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is weird and dumb. But my brother took that to heart and he has never not played a girl. I've, I've heard like, that saying so many times. I love it. I, I can't, I can respect that. I, I've heard that too. I don't like, um, I like, I like making a game because not like I don't make myself. I just, I think that to me, a guy in a suit of armor is just more interesting and cool to me just because that is like what I've always designed. Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth just because and like, I, I don't want to say women aren't cool. It's just, that's, what's cool. Like I like making a male character because I am male. Yeah. And that is what I think of. Um, I'm not going to be trying to make a cool, powerful guy just because I don't really, I don't identify with that. As a, uh, as a not current, but, uh, I'm a DM for Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons very often, uh, and I found very early on, depending on your group, um, I do not allow people to play the opposite gender. Really? Because I do not trust. Yeah, I do not trust people to take it seriously. Uh, after I've had many sessions of herbal <laughs> essence commercials in the middle of the water, so they're just making like Haha, i'm a pretty girl and just doing crazy stuff and hitting on guys just because it's funny and like it's just like now granted this group was not a good group oh. but that said it's kind of left a sour taste in my mouth i just can't take people seriously if they're playing you know at least in D the opposite gender where you're arguably far more attached to your character than some video games but and we're saying opposite sexual gender for you people that want this to be more inclusive because sure. that's how gender is used. Oh yeah, you're Definitely talking about the gender difference. scale. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm just trying to be nice. To you're giving no, that's fine. That's care. cool. Uh, you and know, that, I... yeah, and that's completely fine that people think that way. Yeah, that's too bad because uh, I, mean... I like playing female characters in uh, uh, in D and D mostly because it kind of stops the party. I find from murder hoboing as much because people are more interested in like actual RP versus like we're all tough dude warriors suddenly everything's covered in blood and then there's problems. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but this is Monster Hunter Podcast and not, not uh, D&D Oh, dude, podcast. we've been doing this all day. Oh, really? <laughs> we got into Red Dead. We got into uh, a lot of Doom. <laughs> yep. We talked about that poster for a good amount of time. Yeah. But I think we talked about Red Dead and Far Cry the most. Yeah. Can't lie. I would like a Doom armor set in, more, in, uh, in Monster Hunter. I think it'd be awesome. Oh, so did you guys ever see the uh, Monster Hunter crossover in Diablo? Uh, I, I no, got the Monster I Hunter weapon several times. Yeah, that's it. Just yeah. the Monster Hunter weapon. So Every- in Diablo 3, there's a sword. 
uh, it's just a one-handed sword. Um, that is the, it is not the, it is not a weapon in Monster Hunter, but it's called the Monster Hunter. And it looks like it's made of Rathalos and Rathian parts. It's hmm. just, and it's straight up like, uh, inspired by Monster Hunter in, you know, in the game. So I'm always upset. that was cool. It's like my number one and number two series together. Yes. I was sick. Cause whenever I find it, it's always like weak compared to what I have, which is a disappointing oh, yeah, because I want to use it for once. <laughs> It has like nothing. It's like literally a stat stick weapon. Yeah. Like it's, it has no special abilities, which is disappointing. I actually know that's not true. It now has percent damage versus monsters, but that doesn't really mean anything. Oh boy, what's the max that can be? Not much. I think it's. I think it's actually. Th- <laughs> it's a decent amount. I think it's like thirty. Fifteen percent is the max. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, no, I think legendaries can go outside of that, right? I don't know. Eh. Again, I don't. I don't know. I'm talking out of my butt about a game that I stopped playing so much, <laughs> just because I played. Talk about playing through the same content over and over again. Oh my god! That's the other reason I'm also haven't been playing Double Cross as much because I played many many hours of Cross, and then recently I got back into Warframe and you know Mario Odyssey and all these other games. And it's like uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Mario Odyssey. I've heard is very. Fun. It is. It is enjoyable. Um, I guess I'm waiting till Christmas, according to my wife. But then we have one <laughs> month and some change until uh, Worlds. Monster Hunter, and I'm excited. Well, one week until the demo. Really? I, oh, that's very right. True. Isn't it? Uh, you have to. Is it? You have to order ahead. I forget. I don't know. I don't have any sort of ticket that I pre-ordered. PS Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just have the PS Plus. Do, do and you, you can preload it on Friday. Do you know if they announced, um, do you have to have PlayStation Plus in order to play online with other people? Yes. Oh. Yes. You have to have PlayStation Plus to have the demo. No, I mean like once the no, game in releases. In general. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, any because that's, online how, that's game, how PS Plus works. Yeah, any online game is behind the ps plus wall okay um, it's, it's like net neutrality but already a thing it's like it's like removing net neutrality but that's how it's going like that's how internet's going to be like for steam probably and like gaming online on a computer in general not exactly the same but i can see why you <laughs> so it sounds uh, like it's the, it, it, it's I their think service exactly what's gonna happen so it sounds it, like you're, once you're playing on their service their service yeah but so. when you're on a ps when you're on a ps4 your internet isn't through PS Plus dot like the internet service. Yeah. It is still on Xfinity, or it's still on Time Warner. You're still connected to the internet through them. Yeah, I understand that. Yes, but you do go through the PlayStation servers to to yeah. connect with other players. But you're still going through a service that could still affect how much ping you have. No, I no. That's what I'm saying. The reason why. It's different is because you're using their computers to directly play. There's no direct connection to another person like there is with the internet. It's you're going up to to their game servers to interact with other players because you're not but inherently is, doing it through your systems. Aren't talking to each other. Systems are talking to a server. Yeah, but that server is still affected by your internet. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like there's a difference between. What I'm saying is the difference is it's not saying I'm saying that 
uh, PlayStation Plus is not like net neutrality. The fact that they are no 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 no, no that's not what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying PS Plus is like when you remove net neutrality. You're paying for yeah, the ability to play with other people. Yeah, I'm, I'm disagreeing with that because it's different. I just know I'm probably going to wait until um, I'm going to get it for PS4, obviously. And then yeah. once it releases for PC, I'm going to wait a little bit because I'm hesitant yeah. about ports after some disappointing things. Yeah. I get. Oh, okay, one more thing about the initial thing. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's very, like, it's a heavily simplified yeah. replication of it. That's 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 what I'm saying. Okay, well, continue. I, I mean, I don't want to go into it too much, but I'm saying that the reason why that that's kind of misleading is the fact that you, it, it, in order to play with other people, you have to go to the server. So you're sort of paying. You, it's like you're paying for the internet to begin with. You know what I mean? I don't like the fact that PlayStation Plus costs money and that I have to use it to go online, but I have to use it to get to PlayStation servers. It's just a wall. So there's nothing I can do about that. Now, net neutrality is different because it's not, because it would be like, oh, so you're going to X game server versus this game server. Net neutrality is saying, I'm going to make you pay different rates. So that's it. Removing net neutrality. Yeah. Yeah, removing net neutrality is going to make you pay different rates for different yeah, I, games. I guess I guess I could say it's more like a cable service. Yes, it's more like actually paying for the cable service to begin with. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And internet speeds. Yeah. Which is kind of a funny thing. Are we still going to have to pay for internet speeds and what we can go to? Because that's totally going to be something else they squeeze money out of. Yes. Can we remove this from this podcast? I don't want to. I don't want to go into this too much because this is very specifically opinionated crap that's like bashing Sony too. <laughs> like I don't want to really be bashing anyone just to start. A I don't think you're bashing anyone. You can disagree with the fact of paying for online. I mean, I disagree with that, but it's yeah. a reality. Yeah. One thing I I did have a question about. I don't know if you guys have heard it. Um, the demo for. Uh, worlds, is it going to be crossing over like save save data over, or is it one of those just kind of? Well, it's like every single demo we've had. There yeah, will it's... be no save data. You're not playing. Oh, it's just part of the game. Yeah, you're just you're just playing. The only like thing an you get is some version, exclusive really. like facial designs or something. Okay, like, get a tattoo on your. face. I wasn't sure if we were getting any bonus because, um, I mean, pre-order gets a bonus. Yeah. The most recent, yeah, um, Pokemon didn't do this. But the last two have been, like, if you play the demo, then you can transfer a bunch of items over to the well, I mean, version. Stories did that directly, actually. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you played through the story, but that was because that game is made that way. Yeah. There wasn't an easy, yeah, uh, the... you use a Rathalos against a uh, Aptanoth fight, and then... Yeah, it wasn't like, like That a... doesn't really work. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a vertical slice, like demos are in Monster Hunter main series. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it, it uh, they could easily just keep the data on your account. Hey, you played the demo, you unlocked the content. You know, I mean that is essentially what they're doing in this yeah. is that they're saying, hey, you are going to play it this way, like you're you're playing the demo, so you're gonna have a cool facial tattoo in the game, That'll which I will not use. To... I never use tattoos in Monster Hunter. The only time I've ever used a tattoo. 
was... I always thought it was just face paint and not a tattoo. Could I be. I mean... For some of them. I mean, do you ever see them go to bed and then, like, wipe it on there again? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I think it's probably... Like, I could see it as being face paint because they always have the uh, the color set to red so immediately. Yeah, the blue or... Yeah, that too. Yeah. I yeah, it's set to a specific color, which is just kind of like there. Um, and it's not black like you expect a tattoo to be. Um, well, I don't see I mean, Monster Hunter. I see hunters changing their underwear either, but I don't question that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might not even have underwear back then. We don't know. Or showering, or doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> To deal with cleanliness. Nope, we're all just perfect all the time. <laughs> As they should be. Because it's Monster Hunter. And there are no problems with Monster Hunter whatsoever. And everything about Monster Hunter is perfect. And I love it. I mean... There. <laughs> it, just, it just blows my mind sometimes. It sounded like a sales pitch. Yeah. Yeah, you're wrong if you think it's wrong. If you think it's bad. No, no, no. It's a sales pitch after the thing has come out. Where you have to back off. Because it's still something that's wrong with it. And you're like, no, it's fine. Or or when the there's something that they're questioning that's like, did you fix this from the last game? They're like, well, you know, we worked on things in the game. So, yeah, we worked on things in the game. Okay, just did you work on We worked on things in the game. That's what you need to know. That's good enough for you, right? No. Okay, next question. And then you move on. <laughs> and if people bring it up, I mean, like, we're not going to act like, like how we keep yeah, we messed up, didn't we? No, we're not going to say that. We're trying to sell a game. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we keep asking about G-Rank? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, we the got has got cool high moves. rank and low rank. There are still ranks. There's okay, has it got G-Rank? It's got ranks, man. <laughs> ranks exist. Yeah, winky, I, winky. and I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they said that G-Rank wasn't going to be a thing. I'm pretty sure they said that high rank and G, low rank still exist. I think that's what they said. Which, I mean, is pretty much them saying, no. But we're going to say it in a nice way. Yep. You gotta have that expansion. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, thanks for having me on, guys. Sorry I couldn't stay longer this week, but I'm looking forward to next week, and hope you guys have a good rest of the day. So, back to Double Cross. Um, I think the only things I really had left to touch on Double Cross is just that, do you think that it would be relevant if we did get it after World? Would you still play it? In English. I mean, it may be after for you, it may be before for me. Um, Oh, yeah, that's true, because the PC stuff. um, I probably won't, because the money that I'm going to be thinking about putting into paying a monthly fee for a lot of things now. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because of the monthly fees I'll be thinking about. But I think um, I just won't have the real time to really play another... Like, if I have to go and get a Switch and actually play on a Switch... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry. I just read something. Um... I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to put the time into buying one. Um, Because I'll probably... The next time I'm really going to have income is working in the summer. Yeah. Um, 
So having like a personal income besides, you know, my birthday giving me 50 bucks or so to go <laughs> buy the game when it comes out in the summer. Sorry, I'm last. laughing. I just to remember those are definitely my days for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, like, once I'm out of high school, I think, like, the pri- primarily my money's going to be going into taking care of myself when I'm in college. Yeah. Um, so the fact that I have this computer now gives me the ability to say, I'm going to, for 50 bucks, buy a game. Download and it on I'm going to play it. And then whenever I find some time, I can play something. Yeah. Um, granted, I am... 100% expecting Wi-Fi to be affected by the removal of net neutrality if that comes to happen. Probably yeah. will. Um, meaning I may need to focus on a very shitty Wi-Fi that gives me the ability to do my homework. Yeah. So if I'm going to be going to a college where there are three Wi-Fi connections that say high, low, and middle tier, and depending on which one you pay for, you may not have the password for each one. That may not be a possibility for me, just because of money. Um, And being able to play the Switch online is, for me, definitely needed when I went through the Switch, uh, when I went through it on the uh, 3DS. Yeah. And needed it to get through the end game. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't believe I'm going to need it for World, just because the game feels much easier. Um, yeah, so far, I, that's a completely least. subjective, completely yeah. objective thing to think about because the game's not out yet. Yeah. But where it is going, it seems like it will be a little bit more user friendly. It's also a first person player friendly game um, right. to the fact that they will give me, you know, weaker monsters on online in general. Um, yeah. Because there won't be a solo. Um,. And it's going to be one of those games that I'm going to be much more focused and calm and just playing through. And it will be something that I won't need to worry about right. having the ability to cheese through everything just to beat it. Yeah. Um, okay. The Switch game is very fun, and I think that if we got the game, I... I'm going to be playing that game much more than I would the Switch game, even if I had the ability to get it. So, I think I'd rather just stick with my computer than going out of my way to get a Switch and getting a TV to play on... I mean, you could just play it on the Switch, uh, the little device. Um, But I don't think I would want to. Um, I don't know. It just... I'm not really focused on that. I think that they don't really have a reason to come out with it after World coming out anyway. Um, okay. Like, if we're going to move into the, the idea of for Capcom wanting to push it, I don't think they have a reason. They're going to hopefully be making money out of Monster Hunter World, which means all those new fans, if we get any, hopefully we do, mm-hmm. will probably not have a need to go back to a less visually nice... Well, to be fair, it's on a different console, but... It's not as nice visually. Plays very different. Very impossible to get into compared to what they've been carried into in the new game. Not carried in a bad way. I mean, they've been shown how to play the game. Yeah. Whereas in the Switch game, it doesn't do that at all. Notoriously, Generations, in my opinion, was kind of a step back in giving you any area to learn or interface to learn from. Right. Not that any of the other Monster Hunter games were good, but they at least gave you something. 
um, generations, you're just kind of like, there, go hunt, and you go, what? At least yeah. in Portable 3rd, they told you how to open a door. After that, they didn't tell you anything, but at least they told you how to open a door. Yeah. Um, I, um, I'm pretty sure they, they tell you how to swing your weapon. No, they don't. Portable 3rd tells you how to open doors with square. Hmm. That is it. Um, so I was uh, going to say, is I think that if it gets a push, which I could see this happening, it's not mm-hmm. going to come from Capcom. It's going to come from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could also see, because the rumors were, like back when we first had Monster Hunter World rumored before it came out, mm-hmm. um, is that the portable line was still going to be on Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. So I could see, I could see Nintendo pushing for Double Cross to still come out. And they're mm-hmm. waiting on the whole Monster Hunter World thing to blow by uh, per Capcom's mm-hmm. request or something like that. Um, I could still very much see the, the line of games continuing for the Switch because it's hard to ignore the Switch's success right now. Yeah, and it, also for the fact that we're seeing Doom and L.A. Noire, even though they may not fit on the Switch, be playable on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, um, not to I still... not to make it about Nintendo and that kind of stuff, but the the fact that Doom and L.A. Noir don't fit on the Switch is more a problem of compression versus yeah versus you know yeah they're the low power memory to play the game yeah the low memory on the Switch is a thing, but also like if Breath in the Wild can fit in such a small file size, I think they could do that to L.A. Noir. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, Breath of the Wild is also made on the engine, and it was made to be compressed to that size. Well, it was also made. Nintendo visually. is also really good at compression. Where other places? Well, yeah, are. because they've always needed to. That's what they've always worked with is a system yeah. that they've wanted to be smaller and more, and it's cheaper and it's able to be. That's eh, not entirely true. N sixty four was uh, was supposed to be more powerful. Yeah, but I feel like once they like hit the Wii and the Wii U, they were going to a sort of like we're in our own ocean. Yeah, yeah. Definitely you by come that here time. Here for our stuff. That. You're not really expecting to get anything outside of. You're not expecting to go somewhere else. You're expecting to come here for us. Yeah. If you want to get stuff from them, you go there. Yeah. We're just kind of here in our own ocean. We have a lot of funds. We make a lot of money out of children and people that relish old games that we've made we yep. are completely fine and safe we can make money we For... are fine with focusing on making very out of the box things where we go hey this is a cool thing we should do this no one's ever done this before let's do it let's make a switch let's make a motion controlled thing For uh... They're very different yeah for sure but um... or a gamecube controller where the analog sticks in the center very strange or was that the 64 very clearly from the sort of sour reaction we got with the whole leaving Nintendo, there is still a Nintendo-based fandom in the Monster Hunter space. Um, and some of which will not be able to play World as a result. Um, mm-hmm. Because they don't have a PC and they don't have a PS4. They just had Nintendos. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 3DSs even, or, you know, some of us do have a switch now i am a nintendo fan but i also have other systems because well i mean i was more a general gamer i like nintendo more but 
Yeah. I've had every PlayStation, which is kind of a coincidence more so than anything. I've only <laughs> purposely bought the PlayStation 3 and 4. The other two I just got um, from other means. Yeah. But, um, like, it's there's definitely an audience still there in the Nintendo space. So, mm-hmm. it's not like... It's not like... It's weird. It's a weird situation. And it was a weird situation on the PSP, too, when it left that. It's because it's like, here is the audience that sort of kept this franchise yeah, going. And you're moving away from them. And, and that was the away. key argument that everyone had. That was why everyone was angry. Because everyone was yeah. like, why are you taking it away from us? We all are getting a Switch just for this game that we expected to get. The In their defense, is... you should never buy a system no, for a game that isn't, especially and... isn't out yet. And it's because we're in the unique position of having a game that is it is released somewhere before it is released here. A right. lot of games don't have that. And you don't really think about it when you're someone who is such a core yeah. you know, fan of a game. Well, like I mean, a lot it happens of games for a lot really... of Japanese series, though. That's, oh, yeah, but... Yeah. To, but to that be doesn't honest, happen to Halo. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, a lot of big AAA games... Not that Monster Hunter was ever to play a game, but just a lot of games don't have that. You don't see that with, like, the majority of American games. Games played in American, college, just a lot of mainstream games. They don't have that at all. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people that I'm assuming have played those games and came to these games beat their way into this game over a game or two that they actually got to the ability that they could play it. And then they get it taken away from them once they finally understand what's happening. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's because they're expecting this. They know it's happened, and they're expecting it. When you get a game of Far Cry, or not Far Cry, but if you got the... I don't know, you got a whole bunch of Call of Duty games, and they were bad, and they were bad, and they were bad. At some point, do you go... No, it's okay, they'll keep making video games. Or do you go, maybe they're going to take it somewhere else. I don't actually know yet. Yeah. We actually saw the tangible game. We saw that it was good. We saw that it was playable. We liked right. it. If you... Like, Infinity War had... Infinity War? Oh, God. Avengers is on my mind. Um, uh, Infinite Warfare mm-hmm. came out as a thing. It existed like... a. Um, in Germany or yeah, not here. a year before, but yeah. months before, and we went, ooh, that looks nice. I kind of want that. That looks fun. Um, and, then, and then they bought the system, and then it was not brought over. Yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're going with it for sure. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's aside from that question, because I mean, personally, I would buy it. I would just like to play it in English because I do want to fight those monsters that I haven't got to fight yet, like giant praying mantis. But mm-hmm. and the deviants, I want to fight the deviant diablos. I don't know if I'm going to take the time just because it's in Japanese. So, it, there's definitely things that I would still want to play. And the fact that it's on a separate console than my PS4, so I could actually be playing you know, in different situations because I do take my switch to work and I play on my lunch break and that kind of stuff. Or I can play when my wife is watching whatever cooking show she watches or <laughs> something like that. And we're, you know, situations like that where the switch excels. So it's just why it's my favorite console of all time. It's that you know, is I can, the point of the switch. Yeah. I can play. I can continue to play. So 
Yeah. I'm not going to get as many hours into Monster Hunter World as I would have if it was on Switch. Just oh, straight yeah. up. I'm not going to lie. Gonna the, the portability of being able to play a game definitely gives you more time to play the game. Yeah. Um, a lot of time I took playing the 3DS game was, oh, we're driving to like my yeah. cousin's. It's 40 minutes away. My dad's driving. My mom's in the front seat and I'm crammed in the back of the truck. Of course I'm gonna do something that's gonna distract me from the pain of my knees being crushed. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Um you can't I can't like I'm oh technically I could play on my PC, but it's got an NVIDIA G four, so unless I put the game into like four eighty P I can't do anything. Yeah. Okay. And also, you know, found the space to like have the controller and have my PC uh, PC die in four hours. Hopefully that's within the time frame of the drive. So, um, I think that about wraps, wraps us up. So Yeah. Uh, thank you, Hunters, for joining us today. And remember, we'll see you next quest. And remember to stop rambling. Thank you, Hunters, for listening today. You can catch us on SoundCloud or any past episodes on Google Drive download or YouTube.